Welcome to Psalm 35. This psalm is written in the context of Saul pursuing David. In fact, in 1 Samuel 24 and 15, David tells Saul, Therefore, let the Lord be a judge and judge between you and me and see and plead my case and deliver me out of your hand. Now, you will find similar phrases and ideas being used in verses 1 onwards in the psalm. And therefore, we can safely assume that the psalm is written in the context of David being pursued by Saul. Nonetheless, this is an interesting psalm. And this is because this psalm is popularly known as the imprecatory psalm. Well, what is an imprecatory psalm? An imprecatory psalm contains very strong language seeking the Lord to defeat and destroy the enemies. You will also find curses in the psalms used to invoke misfortune upon someone. For example, Psalm 109 is said to contain at least 30 curses in them. A classical example is Psalm 137 and verse 9. It says, Happy is the one who seizes your infants, your little ones, and dashes them against the rocks. Now, these imprecatory psalms are probably the most difficult obstacle we as Christians will face when taking up this psalm as our own prayer. In fact, a lot of us will be confused as to how to go about with them. So a good question to ask is to how do we go about with the psalms? How could we even use this psalm as our prayers? First, always remember not to develop our prayers or our theology behind the back of incarnated Christ. Not to develop our prayers or even our theology behind the back of the incarnated Christ. That means Jesus, God revealed to us in flesh, becomes our ultimate example and our standard to be followed. Second, the New Testament teaches us to love our enemies and to bless those who persecute us and not to curse them. We are to follow Jesus' example who, when he was reviled, did not revile back. When he suffered, he did not threaten back, but continued trusting himself to him who judges justly. 1 Peter 2 and verse 23. Third, remember, Jesus bore the vengeance, the same vengeance that Sam is asking here for. Therefore, the imprecatory Sam must lead us to the cross of Jesus and to the love of God which forgives enemies. Fourth, New Testament tells us that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places, Ephesians 6 and 12. Therefore, we can pray this prayer against Satan and his legions instead of using them against people. Fifth, we can pray imprecatory prayers against God's enemies, not our own personal enemies. Now, why is that so? That is because the central theme in the Bible is God's glory in salvation through judgment. God will judge his enemies. In fact, in Revelation 6 and 10, it says, They cried out with a loud voice. They said, O sovereign Lord, holy and true, how long before you will judge and avenge our blood on those who dwell on the earth? Also remember, when you come across this imprecatory psalms, it is important to note that these psalms were not written out of vindictiveness or a need for personal vengeance. Instead, they are prayers that keep God's justice and his sovereignty in mind. Also remember, God's people, the Israelites, had suffered much at the hand of those who opposed them, including the Hittites, the Amorites, the Philistines, and the Babylonians, such in the case of Psalm 137. Nonetheless, the bottom line is simply this that the imprecatory Psalms communicate a deep earning for justice. And it is often written from the point of view of those who have been mightily oppressed. And remember, God's people have the promise of divine vengeance. God will bring about his justice in time. For the Bible says vengeance belongs to the Lord. Now with that, let's learn two quick lessons from the Psalm. 
first there will be people who will attack you there will be people who will attack you you could be attacked out of jealousy out of envy out of selfish gains and so on and so forth in fact in many places christians are attacked for their faith and here for david it was saul who was after his life attacking him second there will be those who will accuse you there will be those who will lie about you there will be those who will misunderstand you and frame you for no reasons by the way satan is called as the accuser of the brethren but when we are accused and attacked our natural response will be that to attack back and to accuse back isn't it but as new testament believers we are called not to attack back but to take our case before the lord to plead with him to pour our innocence before him we are called to ask for god's love upon those who harm us and persecute us and follow the very footsteps of our lord jesus But does this mean justice will not be done? No, absolutely not. Justice will be done and remember God is a God of justice and he will remain true to his character. Each one will be judged. So may I ask you today, do you feel like David attacked and accused? And if so, may I say come before the Lord pleading. Please come before the Lord, share your heart and your hurt to him and be assured that God is a just God. God is a just God and justice surely will be done. But just because justice is not done right now, that should not stop us from coming to the presence of God, pouring our heart and our hurts to him. Shall we pray? Dear Lord, there is injustice being done everywhere. all around us against women children underprivileged and your people who call upon your name and often times the perpetrators roam free but i take solace in the fact that you are a god of justice and justice will be done meanwhile would you help me o lord to love those who hate us and to care for those who persecute us so that in our actions and in my actions i may show god's love to them and this i ask in jesus's name amen